Hi everybody, welcome back to Cancer to Marathon. Uh, I'm Matt. I am joined today by a very special guest. As promised on the last uh, YouTube video that we did uh, with my wife Callie, this is... Emma. And what is your relationship to me? I'm his daughter. Alle allegedly. She's way too cute. <laughs> um, anyway, Emma is joining me today because Emma has had an incredible impact on me during um, my recovery process um, from leukemia six years ago. And uh, I wanted to bring her on today to just tell the story a little bit from her perspective and what some of the challenges were that she went through, um, as well as some of the different uh, ways that um, she's been able to um, she's been able to recover from uh, the cancer as well, and some of the things that maybe we should have done that we didn't do that could maybe help uh, help other kids in the future. Um, so Emma, how old were you when I was diagnosed with leukemia in 2013? I was three, four. Yeah, she was four, um, but barely four, barely right? Four. Yeah. It was like August, right? It was August, and your birthday is May. Yep, absolutely. And very end of May. And at the end of May, exactly. And so, uh, so it was. It was. Uh, it was challenging. Now, um, now, tell me a little bit. Do you? What is? What is? What is the most recent thing that you can remember that pertained to the cancer? Do you remember anything about you know when mom told you that I was sick or coming to visit me in the hospital? What I remember is I don't remember much because it's been six years, almost seven. And, but what I do remember is there's this one image that I just kind of have, and it's probably because I've seen it other places and stuff since then, but it's still like, when I think of dad's cancer, there's just this one image where he's in the hospital room, and I'm sitting there, and my Nana's there, and... Do you remember that picture? Just where you are kind of in. So like, it's like this chair thing. It might be like the bed. It might be like the chair. Okay. And then I'm sitting like on this chair really close and mm -hmm. Nana is just kind of over here. Mm -hmm. And that's like the only thing that I really remember. Okay. And this was during your chemo. It was probably my, my bed was kind of my chair also. Yeah. It, it adjusted, you know, yeah. tilts you up. So I was probably that. And that's kind of the only thing I remember. But other than that, not really. Not so much. Okay. I uh, just kind of remember that I couldn't go and see you mm -hmm. because kids are germy. Yeah. And you were you were still in school during that time. You were yeah. in preschool uh, at the school that mom worked at as a teacher, right? And so, so what do you remember about that? What, was, what were some of the challenges? You know, for, as much as you can remember during that time, what were some of the challenges for you, knowing that hey, you know, I'm, I see mom during the day. Mom takes me to school, and then one of your grandparents would typically pick you up, right, from school? Yeah, I it, kind of remember that. Yeah. Because I remember that even though mom worked there, like, right after school, mm -hmm. she would go and visit you. And yeah. some of this, like, I remember, and some of this is, like, just stuff that's kind of talked about. Mm -hmm. And I, I do remember that either Nana and Granddad or Grandma and Grandpa would come pick me up. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and I just remember that the one thing that I remember mm -hmm. really emotionally that I was just sad that I couldn't come see you. Mm -hmm. I was sad that I couldn't see you. <laughs> And occasionally they would let you come yeah, up, but just not like briefly. Yeah, but like not every day. Like yeah, it is now. Right, right. So, so after my chemo was over, right? Um, Mom obviously still working during this time, and um, we decided. Um, that you would stay home with me for a, a semester while I was at home. I don't even remember this. At you don't. All. You don't remember any of this. No. Okay. There were lots of there were lots of watchings of It's a Bug's Life. Oh on yes, our DVR. yes, because that was like my favorite movie. Yes, absolutely. So we kept on watching it off the DVR. I think we recorded it off of Disney Channel, and we watched it over and over and over again off the DVR. Yes. Um, okay. So do you remember? Uh, we took a celebratory trip. Uh, to Walt Disney World, uh, April of 2014. You were not quite five yet. Yes. Um, excuse that me, was March after, of 2014. Like you were allowed to like be home and like were allowed to go places. Yeah, I was done with my with my chemotherapy, chemotherapy. at that point in time. Um, they wanted me to be doing the maintenance chemotherapy on the clinical trial, but I had I had said not right now, maybe in the future, right? Mm -hmm. And um, and so Nana and Granddad and Grandma and Grandpa and you, me and Mom, uh, we all right, took to a trip Disney. to Walt Disney World, right? The of course the place that has like the most germs in the world, um, you know, and I, and my immune system had just recovered from a bunch of rounds of chemo. Uh, we were very careful, obviously, but we went there and we had a great time. Do you remember that trip at all? Um, again, I don't remember a whole lot, but I have like this one picture and it's like a picture, the picture where we're all standing on Main Street mm -hmm. on like the railroad part of Main Street. Yes. And I was in my Tinkerville outfit. Yeah. Didn't and they do one of the little magic just, pictures where yes. like the, it, they yes. superimpose Tinkerbell and mm -hmm. it makes it look like... Because I was dressed up as Tinkerbell, as Tinkerbell and then they had it in my hand. Yeah. Yeah. And again, that's pictures that I see in my grandparents' houses or here. But it's just when I think of that Disney trip, mm -hmm. that's kind of the thing that comes to mind. Because when I don't remember a whole lot of like emotion, details, or really anything else, it's just kind of pictures or fragments of things just little things and that's yeah. not uncommon for for your kids you know when i think back i can think of little things too but not yeah. not the whole thing so when when is the first time that you can think back and remember that um that you said that you can steadily remember thinking oh my goodness my dad had cancer um we could have lost him during that time um when when's the first time that you can kind of remember steadily that being part of your life Probably second grade. Okay. Because I also had a friend who kind of was going through the same thing. Okay. And that's really the first time that I can remember that. Okay. And that was also something that kind of helped me because um, I really like helping people and knowing that that experience could also help others yeah. was something that had kind of a big impact that kind of said, okay, that kind of was the first thing that said, okay, yeah, my dad went through this, mm -hmm. 
but maybe it wasn't all bad. Okay. So how were you able to help your friend whose parent was going through a similar thing um, because you had been through it? Like Just kind of like, just kind of being there and since he kind of had somebody that he knew had gone through something similar, mm -hmm. very much, I think, helped him. Mm -hmm. And... Was he able to ask you questions? Yeah, some of the time. Yeah? Gotcha. So when it finally set into you, you know, that, hey, this is something that was, you know, a big part of our lives and I'm kind of old enough to realize what it was and how severe it was and, you know, what the, what the impact um, was on our family even to that point, um, how, how has that impacted your life? since that time. So that's been about three years ago. Yeah. You're in fifth grade now. Um, how's that impacted your life since that time? Well, I definitely get nervous about a lot of things that most people like wouldn't get nervous about. And I'm like super overprotective and like scared when even like the smallest kind of sickness and like mom and dad will tell you that like even when they get like a cold or the flu yeah. i'm like are you okay yeah it's very true and do you at, at this point even even like you said it's been it's been six years right um even at this point do you still feel like there's a chance that you could still lose me to the cancer or do you feel like we're past that at this point in time knowing what you know that you know medically i've yeah been clean i really feel like we're past that but i feel like also that that's an experience that happened mm -hmm. but won't most likely happen again because i feel like that experience has also kind of really helped us as a family and helped me because I'm like our family is a lot closer I feel like and as we've been going through this and a couple years ago two years ago right I don't know what are you gonna say um when we went on dad's official recovery trip which was five years so that was two years ago right mm-hmm yeah. We went to uh, New York and Boston for that. And I just remember that, like, we were all having, like, a good time. But I feel like we all remembered what that was for. Mm -hmm. And also, I feel like the way that we were kind of, like, closer on that vacation kind of, like made me feel okay this experience has made us all better people mm -hmm. and made us closer as a family what do you think uh, what do you think got us there like i mean obviously that was kind of when you realized when you realized hey you know we're a tight-knit family because you know we've really had to have each other's backs and we've had to make concessions for each other it hasn't necessarily been the most convenient lifestyle um since that time right um what what do you think what do you think has, has gotten us to this point to where we are tight knit and we feel like we do have a close relationship and we can talk openly about things? Just kind of even like 
So while you were sick, okay. I kind of feel like we were all there for each other and mom was taking good care of you. Mm-hmm. The doctors were taking good care of you. But I just feel like in this recovery process over the last six years, it's kind of just been like each year when we've gotten to do more things together, maybe even not cancer related, but just more things after that. Mm -hmm. I feel like the more we change to be better people and the more we change to be better people, like the closer that we are as a family. I gotcha. And because the better people we are, the more we can kind of understand each other, which means that we can become closer as a family. How do you think it's made us better people? Like, just because... We know what it's like to go through something hard with your entire family like that. And we kind of can say, like, we went through this and we we know how to, like, keep being brave and strong through this. Mm -hmm. And we know what to do and we can help other people through this and I feel like it's kind of like it helped us kind of be more like aware and more helpful Mm -hmm. to other people also okay I gotcha yeah it makes us understand that the world is bigger than us right um has has this impacted your faith at all? Um, a little bit. For a couple of years, I kind of felt like, I don't know, like, it's kind of hard to explain, but like, that God did this to our family, mm-hmm. and that he it was kind of like his fault, but now I kind of realized that he did do this to our family, Mm -hmm. but it was just so that he could make us this close family that we are and these better people. Yeah, absolutely. I tell people all the time um, that God, I feel like God did this for a reason. I feel like God did give me leukemia, but I think God gave me leukemia to to wake me up to some things that maybe I, I wasn't prioritizing the right way, you know, before he did, right? And so, um, you're right. That's reprioritized everything for our family and it's brought us together closer. And he knew that that was going to happen. And I don't think he was ever going to let me die. He just, I wasn't, I wasn't taking the easy clues that he was putting out there for me. And so he's okay. I'm going to have to do something a little bit more extreme to get your attention here, buddy. But he did. And obviously it's been a really good thing for us. Yes. So, um, tell me a little bit about you know, we we didn't do any kind of formal counseling, you know, together as a family. We just kind of we just kind of felt our way through this as a group. What what do you think we could have done better during this whole recovery uh, process, um, if there was anything, or if you would recommend just doing exactly what we did? Um, that um, we. I really feel like just the way that we did it, just kind of not ignoring that the cancer was there, Mm -hmm. but just kind of 
supporting each other and helping each other kind of move forward. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that was good. And... Could we have made it any easier somehow? Or was it just going to be something that was hard that we needed to just work through together? I don't really think that, like, I think the hard thing that we went through, just kind of helping each other and building each other back up after this, Mm -hmm. was kind of also part, like, we had the cancer which was hard, Mm -hmm. and then this um, whole other thing of having to help each other move past it Mm -hmm. was like a whole other obstacle that also helped shape our family and ourselves. Yeah, I would agree with that too. Yeah. So, So now, here you are sitting here, you know, six and a half years after the fact, right? Um what is what's still hard for you it's it's really hard because even about things that aren't related to like sickness or other people i still have that anxiety just kind of over everything almost but just that you're gonna that something bad's gonna happen or you're gonna lose something or somebody and i feel like There's things that help me a lot with that, and... Like what? Like, I'm definitely a book person, and so knowing more about being more informed or reading even fictional about people who've gone through hard situations Mm -hmm. helps me. Um, so you recently read um, The Fault in Their Stars, right? Yes, the Fault in Their Stars. Yeah. It it, was, how did that help you? It just knowing even in the fictional world that people have gone through this, I feel like I can really connect to that. Mm-hmm. And each book, it kind of just helps me connect more and saying, okay, other people have gone through this exact situation. Or a similar, harder even, situation. Mm -hmm. I know that I, even though I know the cancer is gone, I know that this has made me a better person. And it kind of also helps me handle being anxious in that way. Just knowing you can overcome a situation like that where it doesn't look great. And if you just keep on having faith and... And doing what what you feel is the right thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, I feel like that definitely helps. Even if it's not, even if it's just a hard situation, like medically, I feel like that even helps me in reading because even if it's not cancer, it's still something hard Mm -hmm. and maybe even harder to overcome, like, I've read, I've read The Fault in Our Stars, I've read um, this book called Five Feet Apart about these people who, I forgot what the medical thing is, um, where they have to get, um, 
like lung replacements because their lungs can't press up process okay i forgot what it's called gotcha um but not pneumonia no okay um and that i've also read a lot of books about like death is also a really hard topic Uh so i've also read books about that and that also still helps me with that mm-hmm. so almost a lot of what I read is um, about hard things like that or death or something and that's very much helped me okay even knowing that it's fictional yeah how so like how how's, how has that helped you just knowing that that's just that's kind of that's part of life it happens to everybody yeah. but that you can get through those hard times? Is yes. That, okay. And even when, like, those hard times don't turn out well for the characters in your book. Yeah. You can kind of say, okay, this is life. This happens. I was very fortunate. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of leave that being a better person. So what advice do you have to families that may be going through... A similar situation to what we've gone through. Uh, maybe they're going through it right now. What would you What would you tell um, the families as a whole, and then maybe maybe the kids specifically and the parents specifically on what they can do to to so, make the situation as a family as a whole. Probably just to keep supporting each other and know that even though it's hard, you can get through this, but you're going to get through it and maybe even learn something from it only if you support each other and are with each other all the way. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. What about, um, what about to the, to the kids, to the kids in that family? What would you tell them? That even though you know that all of this is going on, that you know it's hard, but you know that I don't really know how to phrase this, but do the best you can. Yes, whatever the outcome is, it's going to hurt, and there will be negative effects, but that all in all. It's an experience that seems bad, but was actually something that would just help make you and the rest of your family a better person and stronger and able to support each other better and just kind of be there. Mm-hmm. And what about the uh, what about the parents of that kid? I mean, obviously you've got that kid who's maybe wondering what in the world's going on with their yeah. with their loved one, right? With their family member. What would you tell the parents the best way to help support the kid during that time would be? Just kind of be honest. And no matter what age they are, kind of help them understand what's happening. Mm-hmm. It'll seem like it's just making them more nervous. But if they know what's happening, it'll make them feel 
yes, nervous because they know what's happening and they know it's not good, but it'll also make them feel like they can get through this as a family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Do you remember the book that um, that the uh, the lady at the hospital gave to us? Um, that was kind of the counselor at the hospital gave to us that um, that. I think mom read to you, you know, uh, a little bit by a little bit that kind of helped you understand what was going on with, with me in the hospital when you couldn't see me. You don't remember this? No. So they gave us a, they gave us a book and it just at a very basic level that, you know, hopefully a a pre-kindergartner could somewhat understand, um, talked about, you know, that daddy was sick, but that the doctors were taking good care of him so that he could get better. And I think I still have that. You still have that book? I think so. Do you, do you think something like that is helpful as well to, Um, to review? Yes, because again, like I said, just no matter what age, if they know, if they can know as much as they can know, mm-hmm. it will help them because they won't be wondering, okay, what are we going to do? Right. Yeah, kind of helps them understand what's going on. Huh? Yeah, and they can be informed so that they know what's happening. And I feel like that will, they'll f- you'll kind of like feel as parents, like it's going to make them more anxious. But it really won't. Mm-hmm. It'll kind of settle some of their nerves because they know what's happening instead of just kind of like in our situation, like dad just not being there and mom pretending like nothing's happened. <laughs> Did mom really pretend like nothing? No. <laughs> but it, I. And it, I'm just using... That's an example. Yes. Okay. An example. All right. I was like, I, was, I wasn't home. I didn't know. No. But. <laughs> um, just kind of being... Um, giving them as much information as possible. Yeah. Will kind of let them... So don't hide it. Don't. No. Be, be open in the communication. Yes. Be real about what's going on. If something's not the best let them know it's not the best, but that the doctors are taking good care of them so that it'll get better, right? And definitely don't just, like, say the negatives when you're, like, informing. Because mm. then that'll make them feel like there's nothing good in the situation. Yeah. When there really is. And, but, like, Dad did just a minute ago mm-hmm. with uh, that, it's like, you always want to begin with a negative in your sentence and then end with a positive. And with a positive, yeah. There you go. Um, what about, and we'll, we'll wrap this up here pretty quickly, but since that time, when was the point that you knew, okay, dad's going to dad's gonna be okay? Like, Probably when we started planning for that um the official the New York cured, and Boston trip yeah that the we took cured trip. yeah so we took a trip when uh when my five-year um, anniversary done. of being in molecular remission uh was excuse me uh in clinical remission was um and uh, we went to Boston and New York together as a family and 
So that was that was it. Yeah. So kind of, did, did that kind of help to have like that mark and be able to say, okay, once we get to that date, yes. I know Dad's past that five years, and we can use that cured word and yeah. that. So that helped. Yeah. So having those little benchmarks to look forward to yeah. is helpful. Because I feel like we had cancer, mm-hmm. Disney, mm-hmm. Um, like helping each other and kind of getting through the emotional part of it. Right. And then we have the um, big finale of, like, the cured. So what about what about the marathon, which was, was a year and a half later than that? Um, did that help prove to you that, that physically Dad was in, in great shape and that his body wasn't going to let that yeah, happen again? Yeah, because... I was, like, knowing more than I did when I was four. Mm-hmm. I was like, Dad, this is not a good idea. Did you think something bad was going to happen? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to, like, break your skull. <laughs> thought I was going to collapse. Or... Yes. You were just going to go, run, run, run. Gotcha. Thankfully, that didn't happen. Yes, the worst thing that happened was I got some stickers in my butt. But we'll, <laughs> we'll talk about that on a later episode. All right, kiddo. Well, hey, I really appreciate you spending your time today. Was there anything else you wanted to share, or have we pretty much covered it? Yeah, we pretty much, pretty much covered, covered it. it. So this was not easy for you to to do this today. You, I was very. It took some convincing. I was very stressed. This is part of my anxiety again. That um, I was like, Dad. I don't want to do this. Do you feel better having done it, though? Yeah. Coming on here and sharing? It's like what I talked about when I was saying that helping those other people who've gone through your same situation mm-hmm. and the thing with the books and this, they call it, they all kind of intertwine in the way that they help you feel like, okay, this happened. Mm-hmm. But we can make the world a better place because this has happened. Absolutely. So slowly but surely, those experiences have made you less anxious? Um, not less anxious because that anxious isn't getting less. Okay. But less feeling like this was only a bad experience. Because at first, like, you may feel like, oh my gosh, that's miserable experience of my life mm-hmm. never want this to happen ever again mm-hmm. horrible mm-hmm. and then if you help somebody then you feel like eh, this was okay don't want it to happen again right but eh. and then when you help another person or you meet that big cured word mark mm-hmm. and you're like eh, okay maybe this was halfway good Maybe like a fourth, probably. Mm -hmm. Never want it to happen again. And then when you have like those books or you help another person or whatever your thing is that is similar to that, Mm -hmm. you're like, okay, I I don't want this to happen to anybody, but this was a good experience that helped us. So so the anxiety um, that you're feeling right now that kind of started with this whole thing, what... What do you think you need to do to progress with that and help make that better? Just whenever you think about, and it's 
one negative thing about it is when the anxiety started with the cancer mm -hmm. and then slowly as you kind of went through life it's became this whole other way of thinking and I really the only way to slowly but surely get out of that anxiety mm -hmm. is really just to be positive especially when it comes to things like thinking about hospitals mm -hmm. cancer sickness and losing people you want to kind of see the world in a different way that isn't yeah but what if this happens mm -hmm. or isn't yeah this is gonna happen or what if this happens mm -hmm. you want to say okay this could happen but if that did happen then this would happen mm -hmm. and like kind of saying like for example if one of my anxieties was oh my gosh dad has the flu mm -hmm. he's gonna get cancer again then i'm gonna say okay like that positive mindset that really wants to get out of that anxiety mm -hmm. is saying okay this could happen so dad could get cancer from mm -hmm. the flu but maybe, maybe not from the flu, but... Just that that was my example. Okay. <laughs> that was the first thing that popped up. <laughs> Go ahead. Into my I, I generally know where you're going. Um, yeah. Then, but then, when he gets better, then this whole building experience will happen all over again and will become a better family and I will become a better person. Until you really don't have to say the what ifs because they don't go through your mind anymore. So you're thinking kind of big picture? Yeah, think big picture and think if it what I just did is kind of like if that anxiety will just not go away from not even thinking the what ifs if you need to think those what ifs mm -hmm. kind of let the what ifs come mm -hmm. but with every what if kind of settle yourself down and say okay what if this happens mm -hmm. if this does happen this will happen and kind of make it like the rainbow after the the storm the storm nice i like that i like that very cool kid well i think you do a really good job of doing that and i know you definitely bring sunshine to my day every day and i'm very proud of you so thank you very much for being on with us today will you come back again and be in another video Maybe. 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 Actually, actually, running in a marathon next time. Although, no. although we will include no. maybe at the end of this video, we'll include the clip of Emma. No. Emma came out onto the race course in San Antonio and ran the last two tenths. Point two. Yeah, the last two tenths of a mile with me across that finish line at the Rock and Roll Marathon in December. And so we will end this video with that clip. I think that that's, that's a great way to end it, right? But I'm not going to run a marathon. Yeah, we'll see about that. All right, thank you guys for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Um, again, if you have any questions for us, um, myself or Emma um, or Callie, um, you know, definitely either ask them in the comments below or you can email us at cancertomarathon at gmail.com. 
and we'll be happy to get back with you privately that way. Um, please share uh, this video with your friends, uh, you know, people that might be going through it right now. Uh, we wanna just be here as a resource for you. And if you feel called to, uh, to tell your cancer story as well, uh, we would love to hear that. Uh, definitely feel free to, to film that in front of just a simple webcam like we do um, and send it our way and we'll get it posted to our channel for you so that um, your story can be impactful as well. So again, thanks for tuning in. We hope you guys have a great day. Bye.